0: You're listening to Cards to the Moon, a podcast about trading cards from both a collector and investor perspective. We hope you'll stick around for the ride as we take a deep dive into the state of the hobby, share some hot takes, hopefully some useful advice and fun stories along the way. Hey all, welcome back to another Friday edition of Cards to the Moon. This is episode 144. My name is Clark of FiveCardGuys.com and FiveCardGuys on Instagram, and yes, we are on Instagram Threads too. So join us there if you like to engage with us on yet another platform. <laughs> Today, I don't have my regular co-hosts with me, Kyung and John, uh, but not to worry. I recruited a former World Baseball Classic and Olympic pitcher for Team Canada to join me. He's also a former guest of the pod and is now a podcast host himself which we'll talk about later in this episode. So without further ado, Chris Beggs, welcome back to the show.
1: Thanks, Clark. Thanks for having me. This is honestly like the first time I've been drafted because I never got drafted when I played pro ball. I was a free (laughs) agent, so being drafted here, I feel pretty honored. It's turned back the clock 25 years.
0: You know, a long time coming and (laughs) (laughs) well-deserved. If you missed the two episodes when Chris was on this show, uh, go check out episode 123 and 124. Where we talked about cards uh particularly from the junk wax era and uh, he had a great story as well about how the great closer mariano rivera learned to throw his deadly cutter so you don't want to miss that story i believe that's episode 124 all right (laughs) i hope i hope uh chris has a few more stories like that um today so we'll see we'll see how it goes but uh we are still going to talk cards In this episode, because Chris is still a collector. And um, off the top today, no, we're not going to talk about Shohei, as we have for the past few episodes. (laughs) Kind of Shohei out a little bit. But um, I do want to talk about who the athletic calls the other MVP unicorn. And his name is Ronald Acuna Jr. And if you read the athletic article, they argue that he's having one of the best Season of any leadoff hitter ever, including speaking of junk wax era, Ricky Henderson, who we're both very familiar with. And um, for context, I want to give you some stats. Acuna to date has 21 homers, 41 stolen bases, 78 runs scored, all before the all star break, which happens next week. So if he keeps up to this pace, he'll be in the 40 75 club. And Chris, you know how many guys are in that club right now? Well,
1: I know there are, what is it, four that are in the 40 40 club. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are none in a 50 <laughs> right? 50. Right. None yeah. anymore in that. So I'm going to go with a big
0: zero on that one. <laughs> he would be the founder and you would be correct He would be the founder of the 4075 club if he keeps up the pace it doesn't even
1: sound good i mean if you can't do 75 75 don't even bother cuz
0: can't do <laughs> yeah, 40-75. It's be 4075 doesn't sound good right <laughs> it's got to be even 50 50 is more impressive than 4075 Yeah, i remember huh? when i
1: played um or maybe just after i finished i, I think it was matt, well it was matt Kemp. i remember hearing him yeah. say that he thought that he could do a 50 50 and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, injuries and everything like that happened afterwards. He didn't he didn't get there. But he was a guy who had that yeah, kind of was. talent.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what? When I got back into playing fantasy baseball, mm-hmm. Matt Camp was number one draft, you know, uh, number one pick off the draft. And, uh, and I kind of got into collecting sports cards around the same time. So, of course, I'm like, I need a Matt Camp rookie. Of course. And, uh, you know what? I'm kinda glad I didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> because you know, man, a lot can change in two, three years. You could as you, you know. could still
1: get one right now. Good investment. He might still come <laughs> That's right. back. I'll tell you what, he hit the furthest ball off of me. I think it I'm pretty sure it was him, if my memory serves me correctly. <laughs> that did not go out of the park. Yeah. Okay, it was a foul? No, it was dead center field in Las Vegas. Dead center was about oh, it didn't, It's okay. a it's a band box, but it goes straight out to about three uh, I think it was four thirty five. Oh, and he wow. hit one str- mile high, and I actually yeah. had Dave Roberts, the the manager for the, mm-hmm. the yeah. uh, Dodgers. For Dodgers, he he was out there playing center field because he was a, he was on a rehab assignment with us in AAA, and he cool. Uh, it looked like the way he was camped underneath. I say camped in quotes. It looked like somebody dropped a baseball out of a a helicopter or something, the way he was kind of dancing around (laughs) waiting for this thing to come down. But I think he hit about 433 feet and it didn't go out.
0: (laughs) I get it. Dead center. Dead center. (laughs) Well, that's a special memory. Um, (laughs) But but back to Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, Did you expect him to have this kind of season? And do you have any of his rookie cards?
1: I expected everything except for the stolen bases because Mm. of that injury right i feel like not that he didn't have it in him or the talent to do it but he would just be a little bit more reserved on that knee uh give it a little bit more time to heal fully but apparently that's not a concern (laughs) um but the you know power wise aggressive hitting i mean he's done it so long um you know, all things considered, he's still young. But, you know, he's done it yeah. his whole career so far, right? So I had no reason to think that he wouldn't hit. I just didn't think he would run as much as he sure. has. It's funny. I played with his dad in Venezuela. And, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And and against him in A, And, you know, they look alike, like physically, their face. Huh. Um, and the mannerisms are all the same. His dad was a very, very good player. He could run. He could throw. He could hit. He had some power. Yeah, Junior just does it maybe a little bit better, but all the mannerisms are still there. It's funny. I wish my memory was better because that would have been, you know, 20 years ago, 18 years right, ago right. or so, that I would bet that Ronald Jr. was probably in the clubhouse with us dancing around as a little, whatever, three-year-old or whatever he was at yeah. the time, five-year-old. Yeah, yeah. And I wish my memory was better. I would have gotten him sign a ball back then. <laughs> <laughs> as a young young yeah boy, like yeah just scratch boy. something on here i will sell it on ebay for a mint
0: <laughs> that would have been that would definitely be worth something I, i'm sure of it absolutely yeah <laughs> you,
1: it'd be hard to get it authenticated though I think.
0: right you, you have to call his dad i'm like remember that, that time it. i got your kid to sign it that might be it <laughs> yeah no he's um, a freak that's though. cool yeah yeah oh uh, well you know what well, do you have any of his rookie cards? I'm guessing...
1: Rookie cards. Um, I do not have any of his rookies. I think right. I've got a, his second year one. Uh, I think it's the Heritage one. Um, I've got an image variation on the second year. So, mm-hmm. you know, cards that are, you know, not quite like the rookie. But I, they're, again, I mean, I listen to your podcast. It's always trying to find the right time to buy these cards, right? And yeah. they're really... Unless you were getting it when he was injured... Now's not the time to buy a Ronald Acuna. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're paying top dollar right now, but 100. I really like the the cards, the uh, those um, the 2018s and everything. They're they're yeah. nice cards. They're just great images and everything. So and there's lots yeah. of variations, right? So I think you can hit something in your your price point wherever that may be. Um, yeah, so yeah, I think sure. uh, I would like to grab one at some point.
0: Cool. And and you know, if you missed the episode where Chris was on, we joked that he's a low end raw card collector yeah. so very so. low and
1: uh <laughs> junk wax all raw I think I've got one uh one graded card I think I think it's a Mookie Betts I think I got uh actually oh, that's it's, not around, bad one. it's around here somewhere yeah the uh his okay. first so just paper though just let's not get crazy <laughs> here. we're paper. gonna <laughs> still stay low end
0: <laughs> yeah yeah true to form um true to form. but <laughs> but uh yeah I well for the higher end collectors, uh, just to give you an idea of mm-hmm. how much the prices have gone up, um, the Ronald Acuna 2017 Bowman Chrome Prospect autograph card, which is the card to collect if you're a rookie card collector, the BGS 9.5 with the 10 auto, you could have bought it for $1,300 in April, all right? And the last one sold recently for $1,700, so you know it's it's gone up 400 bucks since mm-hmm. um, two and a half months ago. Uh, but if you look at the tops Chrome, I looked at one that recently sold, like yesterday. His tops Chrome Blue Refractor rookie autograph, which is number to hundred and fifty, the same grade BGS nine point five, which is a gem mint and a ten auto, sold in April for eighteen hundred dollars. All right, and it sold again uh, July second, actually, for eighteen hundred sixty dollars. So mm. it's 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 even. So this is what I'm thinking. It's expensive, okay? It's expensive. Like you know, thirteen, seventeen, eighteen hundred. It's expensive, but like it hasn't gone skyrocketing like Shohei cards mm-hmm. have since the beginning of the season. And mm-hmm. I feel like, just like the athletic article alludes to, Ronald Acuna Jr. is kind of flying under the radar despite his amazing statistics, right? Yeah, you know, I he, agree with that. If, yeah, if he finishes for, with a forty home runs, seventy five <laughs> stolen base season. Um, if you want to take the risk, it's not the riskiest thing, right. you know, and, and, uh, you know, I'm kind of watching some cards on eBay. <laughs> if I, you know, I don't know if I will ever pull the trigger, but yeah, if, if it dipped a little bit more, um, then, then I might take the risk because yeah, I, I really do think I'm surprised that it hasn't gone up as much as I thought it would.
1: Well, I guess, I mean, I guess production wise, if you believe in what he's doing and, and this is who he is, mm-hmm. then that, then those prices shouldn't drop anymore, I don't think, right? Um, sure, we're yeah. not at the peak of the market anyway now in, in cards anyway, right? That's so, right, yeah. Um. So they should they shouldn't drop. And if he does, like you're saying, end up, even if it's not 40, 75, if it's 40, 60, you know, something like that, yeah. um, so, which yeah. is almost probable um, more than mm-hmm. just, possible um yeah. then you know by september october when those things happen or november maybe those prices do kind of make a jump now after you know it's, it's happened and everything sure. like, oh geez he's uh he's like you said that unicorn right the one of one he's uh he is that guy and then people jump on that train and get off the show train maybe
0: yeah yeah <laughs> keep flipping totally back that.
1: and forth between showy and Akuni. <laughs> yeah.
0: so that's the strategy i agree My- with you <laughs> If you, and you have a couple grand just to play with, but um, uh, you know what's going to happen though, if I ever invest in Ronald Acuna Jr., his his knees going to go out. So uh, you know what, for for the rest of the Ronald Acuna collectors, I might just hold off. And uh, the reason why I didn't get Acuna junior cards like earlier this season because Hyung kept on scaring me about his knee because you know he had a knee issue mm-hmm. right yeah <laughs> he's like I don't trust it man and, you know, I was never the same after that injury that's so I'm it. like you know what uh, yeah I'm not gonna buy Kunya and then look what he does
1: yeah Cho was <laughs> never in the 40-75 club though either to start with I don't think so <laughs> he was he, does- he, he was his yeah. own unicorn he was in the 10-10 club baby <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey that's way better than I can do so <laughs> Alright, uh, well before we go into our discussion for this episode like we regularly do on Friday episodes I want to talk about the Apo Taco podcast which you are now hosting along with our friend Jason Willow who actually couldn't join us today he was planning to but um, he had, he had a baseball tournament uh, which he's part of right now as we speak in Washington State, right? Yeah, so,
1: yeah, he's away he couldn't make it.
0: Okay, so yeah we'll have him on next time. Willow is also a collector so it'll be interesting to see what cards he's into but Anyway, Chris, I want you to tell us about the Apple Taco Podcast. What can listeners expect when they subscribe?
1: So we, uh, we've we launched it. We're now in our, we've done five episodes. Um, mm-hmm. It's really kind of just all things baseball. And, um, you know, we talk about a lot of big league stuff, obviously. Get into yep. to some prospect stuff, minor league stuff a little bit. And, you know, with the college ball season that just kind of wrapped up. Uh, Mm -hmm. we did a little bit of there too. So, and Willow's really good as a, you know, kind of a recent grad. Uh, he keeps in touch with, with all that side of it with the college stuff. So, uh, we're there, we've talked a little bit, I think about the grassroots stuff and we'll get into some of that as well. Uh, we had our first guest on Scott Richmond, uh, who was fantastic and told some stories and we kind of followed along his career Uh, and somebody that we've played with, with team Canada and everything as well. So, uh, and pitched in the big leagues with the Jays. So he w- he was yeah. phenomenal. Um but really it's it's kind of anything that's relevant in the the previous week. Um you know, so lately it's been all-star game talk and you know, a draft is coming up and Willow sure. and I have talked about our own experiences as well. Um what it was mm-hmm. like being um drafted. You know, Willow was drafted, I was not, so I talked about my free agent uh kind of path. Right. Um and then we get into, you know, how we selected going to a college. That was one episode and, and, you know, hopefully some of those things are helpful for some of the younger kids who don't know really what they're doing, what they're looking for, what sh- they should be thinking about. So it's kind of all things baseball. We, we, you know, like I said, we kind of mainly targeting the big league stuff and the the stuff that we're, we're hearing about in the, in the, you know, broader sense and the bigger sense and the, in the, the grand mm-hmm. scheme of things. But um, yeah, anything that comes up, we're going to try to stay relevant and, uh, just kind of entertain, tell stories. And we do, you know, have, uh, some guests in mind that we're going to, to reach out to some prospects, uh, recent big leaguers that have said that they, nice. they'd be happy to come on. So, um, yeah. yeah, we'll be, we'll be trying to get more of those on too. So it's good. It's been a lot of fun so far. It's, there's a learning curve. Um, sure. you know, I listen to you guys, you guys, you guys are a well-oiled machine here. So. We're kind of uh, <laughs> taking a little bit of advice from, from you, Clark, which is appreciated and, um, you know, kind of implement some of those things onto our side and, and go from there. And, you know, hopefully we get, uh, we can develop a little bit of a following and, and get some feedback from listeners, what they want to hear about, what they like, what they don't like. And um, really like anything mm-hmm. we're, we're doing, we always, we want to be learning and, and improving. So, uh, yep. Any comments and suggestions from any listeners that want to check us out, that is uh, greatly appreciated and we'd love to hear from you.
0: Yeah. You know what? You guys are quick learners, so I have no doubt that you'll get to that level where you're just super comfortable and then, you know, you're just going to be pushing out one episode after another. And and uh, you already mentioned this, but you guys are well connected in the pro baseball community, both in Canada and the U.S. And, um, you know, that's what I like about this podcast because uh, you guys have this real insider info about what it takes to play both in the minor league systems, internationally, and in the bigs. And, you know, um, a question I had is what have you, well, kind of give uh, our listeners here a taste. What, you know, what have you personally learned about your own baseball journey? And what kind of advice do you generally give to kids coming up in the system?
1: I've learned that I've forgotten about most of my career, which is good. <laughs> I wish I wrote more stuff down. Um, okay. <laughs> but it, it's funny, you know, I, you know, I talk to a lot of younger kids, especially now when I'm, I'm I say younger kids, teenagers and everything, right. Going sure, up, you sure. know, into the draft or college and things like that, because that's why I coach, you know, a lot of times on the junior national team and, and everybody's got their own path. Right. And it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, like mine was different from Willow's or our other, uh, co-host when he's on Renee to Sony, you know, Sony played in the big leagues and he was drafted and signed and Willow was right. drafted and didn't sign. And I was never drafted and ended up signing as a free agent with the Giants. So, Mm. um, you know, everybody's got their own path. And and for me, it's if you want to play, there's a place for you. Now, it may not be pro ball, okay, but it's college ball. There are, you know, hundreds and hundreds of colleges, whether it's D1 Mm. or D3 or NAIA, JUCO you know, there's opportunities out there. And then, like I said, when we had Scott Richmond on, you know, we talked a lot about his international experience. When he was done playing yeah. on uh, this side of the ocean, he went over and played in Italy and New Zealand and and uh, signed with yeah. Korea, which is a great story. go back and listen to it. It's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, all these places, he had these opportunities that just kind of happened, right? And, um, you know, as baseball players, it's funny, I, I always think we're conditioned one way and one way only and that's to right. play in the big leagues. And anything mm. else is kind of out, you know, we we got our blinders on about that, but you know if you if you kind of go about the process and keep working and driving, lots of different things fall into place as it did for me. Like I didn't even realize like Team Canada was really a thing until I got my first call to go in the Olympic qualifier. I never played on the junior national team. I wasn't I wasn't good mm. enough when I was younger. I- it wasn't until I was in, um, you know, double A that I got a call and oh, it was like, Hey, you want to go to the Olympic qualifier in 2003 in Panama? I was like, okay. It's like, next <laughs> thing you know, I'm right. rubbing shoulders with Justin Morneau and all the, you know, guys like that. And yeah. It's, um, and, and guys who had had big league time. So, you know, those, those opportunities are there. And if you keep kind of doing the right thing, good things generally are going to fall in place. And that's one of the
0: messages that I like to give to kids. Yeah. Great advice. Great advice. And, you know, if you're a baseball fan um, or if you have a kid coming up in the system, um, this is a podcast you need to be listening to. Uh, at Five Card Guys, we're actually helping produce the Apple Taco Podcast. Mm-hmm. And then we'll definitely start posting some of the content um, up on our social media channels as well to get the message out there that uh, the Apple Taco Podcast has launched. And in fact, just a heads up for our Cards to the Moon uh, listeners, our next Tuesday episode coming up on... Uh, this pod will be one of the recent episodes from the Apple Taco Podcast. Just to give our listeners a flavor of what is what it's all about, and I think we're going to play the Scott Richmond interview, which was a great interview, and he provided a lot of insight. I remember him watching him uh, as a Blue Jays pitcher as well, so there's that connection too. But I think people will enjoy it, especially if you're into baseball and baseball cards. Richie's great, and you know he uh, if you if you remember
1: him with the Jays, then that means you are a serious baseball fan. <laughs> he didn't have <laughs> a long career, but he has had a very interesting career. And I had actually never heard the entire Scott Richmond story, even though we were teammates, you know, in our past. Right. So it was great <laughs> just talking to him about it. And you know, just like any of us when we get back together, it's joking around and, and laughing and telling stories. Right. So it was it was a lot of fun. So I hope your listeners enjoy it as much as we enjoyed uh creating that show.
0: Yeah. I, I'm sure they will. And we'll link the podcast in our show notes below so it'll be easy to find and uh, they also have an Instagram page so you can follow them there as well all right thanks uh, Chris for uh, for telling us about the podcast um, since you're here we might as well talk about cards let's a little it. bit more yeah um, so to close off this episode uh, let's I wanted to talk about um, now that we're halfway through the season with the all-star break coming up are there any players that have surprised you in terms of their performance whether good or bad, you know, whether they outperformed, you know, your expectations or whether you have high expectations and they just did not hit those, you know, markers. So, um yeah, you can start with good or bad. I'll leave it to you and then I'll follow
1: you. You know, I've got, uh, I've got a list of you and there's lots, you know, you can, you can exhaust the the entire sure. rosters uh, of all 30 teams, right. And, and go through and pick some on either side of it. But I, I know in one of our, pods i had mentioned because we kind of did this a surprise and a disappointment one guy it's like i never really loved him when he played for the jays i didn't really like the um just kind of the demeanor the way he carried himself but i will give credit where credit is due and that's marcus Stroman. The guy is oh, wow. the guy's okay. dealing. The guy's doing really well. You know, he's, right now he's like nine and six. he actually threw today, so I don't know what the update numbers are. Mm, nine okay. and six with two seven six, uh, a one oh eight whip and a three point three war. Um, you know, he he's arguably having his best year that he's had as a big leaguer and uh, you know, could be pretty interesting trade bait coming up, um coming up for playoffs and everything. So you know he's yeah. one I'll, I'll give credit there. Still don't love watching the little bit of the show that he puts on there. I'm, I guess I'm old school, but uh, <laughs> right. I, I don't hate it. He's okay, and I get what he does, and I get that he he is entertaining to watch. And if he keeps pitching the way he does, you know that's that's one for me. He's he's surprised me this year.
0: Okay, um, that's yeah. I didn't expect that, but you know I should have I should have known because you're a former pitcher and you go right to the pitchers, I, right? You know, so I,
1: I tend to have a lot of pitchers, but <laughs> I give you another one that I like though. Okay. Okay. Sure. So this is a younger guy. If there is a Jays connection here and that's not intentional, um, went to the, the Diamondbacks and his name is not Lourdes Gurriel Jr., who could have possibly been on this as well. Right. It's Gabriel Moreno, the catcher oh. with Diamondbacks. He, you yeah. know, when, when the Jays made that trade, I was a little bit disappointed because he was a guy, you know, I watched him, I think it was his first game up with the Jays, and mm-hmm. all I needed to see was him throw down to second base. And I can't even remember if they got the the runner stealing or not, but the speed of his transfer and his throw was lightning fast. And to me, Mm -hmm. if you can be that athletic and quick as a catcher, I want that in my system because that's just a massive advantage, right? Especially now when we're talking about promoting base running in the game and everything. Sure. I wanted him in the system. And now he goes to Diamondbacks. He, he's hitting 271, you know, not a lot of power there, a couple bombs, 26 RBIs. He's actually got like an 81 OPS plus, which is below average, right? 100 is average. So he's 81 um, and he's got a 657 OPS. He's got a 1.5 war and a lot of that's going to come from defense. He has thrown out 48% of base stealers to lead the league by far. Yeah. So that's one to me. <clears throat> so he's hitting for a respectable average and he hit through the minor leagues and he's got that defense. To me, that could be um, a guy for, you know, if you're talking about investing, I know you guys don't love catchers either. They're tough. tough- catching's tough. <laughs> Pitchers and catchers. <laughs> Pitch- catchers are tough. I will agree. You know, unless your name's yeah. Rushman right now uh, or Yaddy maybe for a long term investment. But uh, he's a guy that I think is he's got some some sure. uh, longevity at that position at, at a at a pretty high level.
0: Okay, I like that pick. Actually, you know, like you said, he was a Jays prospect, mm-hmm. and you know, he was one of the higher top Jays prospects mm-hmm. coming up in the system. So, um, you know, as as soon as he came up, the hype kind of died down. So, yeah. It, it, I don't think it's that expensive to pick up a Gabriel Moreno. Oh, not even for I, his I think card.
1: you can pick up some cheap ones. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, especially those saying. base paper
0: ones that I look for. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, then your first big Stroman, you could pick him up really dirt cheap too. So I don't know. That might be your, for your PC. But um,
1: Yeah, you're not. But, uh, uh, yeah. it's not for the flip or anything like that. Um, I, I got more. You tell me how many you want there, Clark. You know what, let you. me
0: go. I'll, I'll throw God. you a couple now because okay. you, you, you threw two Um and, you know, I like this connection because you talked about Moreno of the Diamondbacks. And the Diamondbacks have been killing it. Like, that's a surprise in itself, right? 100%. No one expected them to do this well. And I think one of the reasons why is just a uh, rookie of the year candidate, mm-hmm. Corbin Carroll, I think, has 18 home runs and 20-something stolen bases. 24. 24, okay. You know, and, and, you know, like, he's a smaller guy, right? Mm-hmm. But... Uh, definitely had the pedigree coming up as a top prospect too but i did not expect this right out of the gates you know and and uh, like i said the diamondbacks you're like oh, okay you know he'll he'll have plenty of time to develop now they're in the thick of the race you know if they continue this way they're going to be in the postseason no problem and corbin carroll is like he's a runaway national league rookie of the year a candidate for me um, and i'm sure for a lot of writers too so Corbin Carroll, uh, we talked about him in a previous episode. Probably not the cheapest to get, but if you believe in him, or in him long term, you know why not buy it and just hold. Yeah, but, uh, Carroll's amazing. I got
1: him on my list as a as a surprise too, not because I because I actually had him as my favorite for rookie of the year, followed by Jordan Walker was my second pick. But, yeah. um, but Corbin Carroll, the one thing that surprised me about him was the power. I didn't know that that power was in there, and yeah. like I said, he's got eighteen me bombs. Too, yeah. I, I mean, he's got a. A 930 ops, 151 ops plus, and a 3.8 WAR, and the guy's 22 years old, so he's insane. <laughs> so, yeah. so I mean, I don't know if, if Cho was on your show when um, when you talked about him last, but uh, mm-hmm. we actually played against him in the world um, the world championships when you know he, on the junior oh, team okay. when he was junior team, and they, yeah. you know they all blend together. I can't remember if it was I, th- I want to say it was the 2017 year. Um, I want to say it was that one, but he was yeah. impressive then, you know, the speed. I always say, I talk about it on our podcast a lot. You know, speed is something that I always love to watch. It is exciting. Mm. It's exhilarating. It doesn't stop. Right. So he's one that again, you know, it was the, yeah. not that the, not that I didn't think he was going to do well. It was the power that was surprising for me. And, yeah, you know, col- collectors, collectors love power numbers. So yep. you can do that. Exactly. It's, right. That can be a pretty good pickup if you can get one for the right price.
0: Well, you know, talking about speed, I don't know if you saw that clip where he was on first base and uh, the guy after him just hit a single and he scored from first base. I did because it was see like that. one of those bloop singles, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it." When he rounded third, I did, I That's did speed. see
1: that. I can't remember if there yeah. was two out or not, which helps in that decision making. But um, yeah, it's just speed doesn't stop, right? And when you give a guy like that and another guy named Ellie De La Cruz, same type of thing. So if you don't, uh, if you don't, you know, ease off when you're running the bases, it puts so much pressure on the defense, and it causes a lot of good things to happen for your team. So, you know, he's he's another one of my good picks. But um, yeah, Corbin Carroll's outstanding.
0: And I I don't want to spend too much time on this because we mentioned him last episode or the episode before last. But uh, Lou Bob, Lewis Robert, I just saw him smash that home run against the Jays, (laughs) where he just kind of. Yeah, well he is probably like that Metcamp homer off you. He just is <laughs> out of out into the stratosphere.
1: Yeah, I saw that one too. I think it was 450. I think he had them 450 I want to say. Okay. It was a yeah. it was a monster shot, but I am with you though. I like you know, I, I like seeing prospects when their the hype is there. I like to see them follow through and then kind of become what everybody thought they were. I don't, you know, yeah. it's not fun to watch guys fail and And everything, whether it's for them or just as as fans, right? I want to see Ellie De La Cruz be that superstar. Mm -hmm. I want to see Lou Bob be that superstar power hitter. And now, you know, this looks like he's coming in, you know, back into form or whatever for what uh yeah what his prospect status was. Now he's in the home run derby too, and um it's gonna be exciting. You know, I looked at those brackets and on our podcast I kind of said, um who would I have? I had, uh, it was Willow picked Pete Alonzo, and mm-hmm. I picked J-Rod. Unfortunately, oh, okay. those two are heading, uh, they're going against each other in the first round. So one of us is out. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Right away. <laughs> we didn't know yeah. that at the bracket
1: because the whole field hadn't been picked. But now if I had to pick, I said, mm-hmm. Luis Robert's going to be my pick now and looking at the bracket. I think he's facing Rutschman in the first round, and yeah. uh, so I think he can take him. So I got him as my pick.
0: Okay, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm betting with Willow, Alonzo, He's been there. It's it's. I, I feel like it's different in the home run derby, and you know when you hit homers in a game, right? Yeah. And I feel like Alonzo knows like the technique of hitting home runs in a derby. Yes, and, he does. Uh, yeah, I actually so, um,
1: had I had Alonso and J Rod were my two, and I let Willow pick first. He picked Alonzo, so I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll go J Rod. But then they're facing off, so I don't want I
0: don't want that matchup. I think that's a fl- I think that's a coin toss. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Anything happened for sure. All right, I, li- I like that. Uh, let's go to the bad side. Like, what um, players, um, you know, did you have high expectations for going into the season and they just have not performed like you expected them to?
1: Okay, I got I got a few here. <clears throat> I'll give you some quick rundowns, then I'll elaborate on one. Sure. But Mano is obviously one, man, mm, from last brutal. year to this year, terrible. And he's coming back this week, actually tomorrow, I think, and... uh you know, so hopefully he nervous. turns it around. Brady Singer, I had is my very, very dark horse, like okay. high odds at Vegas for like a Cy young contender for AL. Can oh you? wow! Yeah, it's not happening. Okay, that's not happening. Don't <laughs> don't, put, don't put money down on that one. Okay. Tim Anderson, brutal this year, absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. And I've I've been a Tim Anderson fan. I really like him. He's terrible. Yeah. Um, and then we get down the ones here. Okay, the, these couple break my heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. One's a position player, one's a pitcher. So, the position okay. player signed a $300 million contract this year with Phillies. Might be named Trey Turner.
0: Guy. You got my guy. Oh, <laughs> Trey Turner. I love. He's number one on I, my list. I
1: love watching him, man. He's, again, speed. He starts showing, like in the WBC, it was so exciting to watch. Yeah. It, the power numbers as well. The smoothest slider in the big right. leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Like at a premium position, shortstop. Uh, and it's just like, man, he's what not happened? doing well at all. Two forty-eight, nine home runs, thirty RBIs, still has eighteen stolen bases. But you know the OPS is below average. He's got a one WAR. That's mm-hmm. not what you want from a three hundred million dollar ten-year, twelve-year, whatever it is investment. Yeah. Oh, I think it's eleven actually investment. So he's he's one
0: for me. This is what happens when they sign big contracts like that, eh? This it's a it's a cliche now. You know what they, I mean?
1: Like they never work out. The problem is somebody's going to do it. Somebody's going to sign the player to that contract. So if you want him, you got to match it or
0: you, know, you know Beat it. Yeah.
1: So he's one for me.
0: Well, let me ask you then, because Trey Turner was number one for me okay. as well, and and um, you know his rookie cards, I'm sure has have gone down. Would you buy at this point? So that's one that I would, he's, Trey. he's in my, uh, he's in my eBay search. He's there.
1: He's there. Mm, okay. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't have any tray Turner, even base. I got nothing. I've got no trays. <laughs> so, and again, that was kind of the, the time when a lot of us were out of the hobby. So, right. um, I don't have any of his and, and I go to, uh, you know, Cho's office every now and then he's got a beautiful parallel, um, auto. Mm-hmm. And I look at it and I drool a little bit all over it just to get the grade <laughs> down for the next time it's got to go in. So, yeah, it's uh, it's one that I definitely think that yeah. that would be a good pickup. Um, yeah. Graded I or raw, whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Whatever you like. 100% yeah. though, the great buy.
0: Yeah. No, I think there's definitely opportunity with Trey. Uh, I think when the season began this year, I I mentioned Trey Turner as someone I almost like buy annually and then flip at the end of the year. And for some reason, life got busy. I didn't pick pick him up. I guess it's good timing for me Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, it wouldn't have worked out this year, I don't think, unless he really picks it up in the second half. But um, for longer term, yeah, why not? Like, this is the opportunity to get it. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I just don't see him. Something's off, but I I could see him like adjust accordingly, and then come back to those kind of power speed combination numbers that we expect him to. Hundred percent, so, yeah. And even I'm the Phillies with, yeah. as a whole, they're, you
1: know, they're not doing great. But you know, Bryce isn't his, his regular self coming off right. that injury. Um, you know, Trey not himself. Uh, I'm not one of my bad. I'm I'm not in on the Schwarber train. I, I've I have trouble backing a guy who's hitting a buck eighty eight. It's just yeah, it's something. Fundamentally wrong about hitting under 200, <laughs> batting lead off, and just, you know, having, you know, supposed to be one of the, you know, superstars in the game. There's just something wrong with that to mm-hmm. me. But, you know, JT Realmuto, I like
0: him. So there's a lot, okay. I like,
1: it's a good team. And the pitchers, so we got pitchers, Nola
0: and, and Zach yeah, Wheeler, you know, it's 100%. But, but I'm saying like the, it's a new era of baseball. You could, you could, Bat 200 now, and you'll be in the bigs. I know. As long know. as you contribute in other areas. Right? I hate so. that about the game right
1: now. <laughs> it's the one thing I actually really detest. But, uh, yeah, him and you know, Joey is Gallo is. is another one. So,
0: yeah. Who's um, guys. got? All right, I got, I got a couple. Um, this guy's on the Jays, all right? He's not having a horrible season, but I just expected a lot more, all right? Um, his name is Vladimir Guerrero Jr., mm-hmm. okay? Like... You know, he was uh, at one point in his career, young career, second in MVP voting behind Shohei when he hit those 47 bombs. And I'm like, you know, he's, I think last year was a down year. And then think this year, like maybe it definitely was my Blue Jays uh, bias that came in. I'm like, yeah, this Vladdy's going to really kill it this year. And then, then, you know, um, we had this one guest, Scotty B. Card, Mm -hmm. a while ago. And uh, he said... Um, something like he felt the home run numbers were inflated when we couldn't play, when they couldn't play in Toronto during the COVID uh, uh, year. Okay. And they played in, Buffalo uh, the there, yeah. Play. yeah, in Buffalo. And I'm like, no, the, the, the power's legit. And then sure enough, he's hitting more doubles, you know, and especially in Rogers stadium mm-hmm. or Rogers center. Sorry. And, um, and, uh, yeah, doing much more damage in away games. So, unfortunately, he only plays half the season away. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it, so took, that's him, gonna, it
1: took him, yeah. you know, f- at least a third of the season, um, to hit his first home yeah. run at home, to get right? Going. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. so, yeah, high average, still making contact, you know, but, um, I just wanted more power from him. Looks like it'll be like, you know, he'll hit a, Decent 25 to 30 home runs. That's not bad. But, you know, with Vladdy, you just expect more, right? 30 plus homers at least. Well, so. at
1: least they're getting it from my guy then, Bo Bichette. That's that's, that's my horse. <laughs> yeah. He's been my horse since, you know, 2020 or so. And uh, the guy. If, if, if speaking of goodbyes, I think you probably still get him, you know, a little undervalued right now. But I don't think I'm it's going to be too long yeah. because I don't think he's sleeping. I think this is who he is. I think this is his career. So I think mm. he's figured out who he is as a hitter as well and what he does. And it, now his defense is, has become a lot better too. So it's, mm. it's yeah. uh, both sides of the ball, but uh, Bichette's my guy.
0: Okay. I, I like that pick too for uh, one of the good picks. Uh, do you get another bat? I got
1: another bat. I'll give you my pitcher.
0: Talk about
1: going from the, the top of the top, the pinnacle, the apex here, down to the dumps. We'll put it there. Maybe it's not quite there, but it's pretty close. <laughs> Marlins, quote unquote, ace mm, Sandy Alcantara. Sandy, yeah. man, you got your Cy Young winner dominating, hundred mile an hour sinkers, hard to hit, and he's got a three seven record with a four nine three ERA, a .5 WAR, um, uh, and a one two five WHIP. And it's funny; some of the numbers aren't too far behind. Um, but the hits are up a little bit and it's just, you know, it's just not all coming together. Nothing's as easy as it was last year. And mm-hmm. again, I was all in on him. It just, just watching him. It's just, I think like perennial Cy Young. He was, he was my favorite this year. I didn't want to right, pick okay. him because that's almost like the obvious one. So, right. you know, but it was like, that's, that's for me, the front runner. And, uh, again, just, just like Brady Singer, it's not happening. So, <laughs> <laughs> But if you if you like buying pitchers on cards, uh, Alcantara might be a good pickup. He's not injured; he's just yeah. not doing well. So, and I don't think a guy that has that kind of talent, that type of arsenal, can can throw this poorly for for much longer. He's got to turn around again. He's still young, right? So, um, I think he, he'd be a good purchase right now if you want to go that way.
0: I had to tell you, Chris, but we say it on the pod a lot. This is why we don't buy pitchers, all right? <laughs> this, is, this is unpredictable. <laughs> know. You know? Uh, did you know Ari Dickey won a Cy Young here? Oh one year? Like... gosh,
1: <laughs> don't get me on that one. Yeah.
0: Oh boy. A <laughs> knuckleballer. Yeah, oh, I can't. Man. I can't go there. You just, uh, so you know, unless your name is Justin Verlander or Clayton Kershaw, I'm not buying a pitcher. Sorry, I can't do it. You know, um, yeah. Like I've been burned so many times. I actually bought a Walker Bueller. That didn't work out me no, well. Like, love know, him. Just, yeah, I'm sure. We, is he back now? Or no,
1: I don't think so. He, I, okay, I don't so know when his into- timetable is. But that—that's one of my one of my disappointments that I have. It isn't necessarily guys that are doing poorly. It's guys that you don't get a chance to watch play as a fan because they're yeah, hurt. True, and true. that's. I mean, I've I've got my guys here, Jacob Degrom, right? Mm. Hurt. Oh, I man. I want a full season of Jacob Degrom. That yeah. would be so exciting. Um, right now, Trout. Mike Trout. I want a season
0: Ugh, of Trout. Don't tell me about Trout. Oh, <laughs> man. That is... I, I you know, listeners will know I have a 2009 <laughs> Bowman I'm like, if I've he could just put one grail. year together. <laughs> this <laughs> is Mike Grail. I'm like, he just needs to put one year together. And he was doing so well. I know. And he just got to the All-Star break and... Uh, Broken Hammett, like, oh, man. And, and
1: like, Judge is another one, right? I just want to see, like, before the season started, I said, I threw it on Twitter, I was like, I'm going to go out there and say it. Judge is going to break his American League record. He's going to hit more than 62 this year. Well, that doesn't look too promising now either. You did it. You cursed him, yeah. And then (laughs) one of my other Cy Young favorites, Tristan McKenzie. I loved watching him. So good, so talented. Like, again, a great Arsenal and he's yeah. hurt. I just want to be able to watch these superstars be good, and we we're having that stolen from us. I think, right? And so it's that's you know why they
0: got to stop. You know what they got to stop doing? Throwing the ball too damn hard. Just it's take Whoa. it off. I've take got, it. You know, I've got um, <laughs> like a pie in the sky
1: suggestion slash theory that we'll save for one of our podcasts one time. People will think I'm okay. crazy, but uh, I'll throw it out there. and People can attack me all they want. We'll save that for another <laughs> wow. time.
0: We'll tease it once that episode comes out. Yes. <laughs> All right. I got one more for the bad, and then we could wrap it up because I feel like this is one of the more bigger disappointments. He's a perennial, 30 home runs, 100 RBI guy. Definitely not on track to hit that. Got traded to the Houston Astros. You know, always a good team, always a contending team. Yet this guy is not doing very well. First base, or is he designated hitter now? I don't even know. I think but- he's
1: first. I think he's first base, but I could be wrong. Could be wrong.
0: His name is, of course, Jose Abreu. Mm-hmm. I bought his rookie card. I flipped it a couple times. Always made money back to me because he's so consistent. But I guess this goes to show you, and maybe Chris, you can talk on it too, like, you just never know when the age thing happens, right? He's 36 now. Right. And I don't know if it's an age factor or if he's hurt somewhere or what's going on. But seven home runs at the All-Star break, that's well, not Jose Abreu. Well,
1: here you go. You just said the pitchers, you don't invest them because they're unpredictable. Meanwhile, you, know, you buy the predictable Jose Abreu and he's,
0: he's yeah, failing yeah, on yeah, you. Right. But it,
1: it's funny because he was one of my... Um, one guy that I was I was about to talk to on our or talk about on our podcast is being a disappointment mm-hmm. and then he hit a couple home runs that week. So I was like, okay, I'll hold off on him right. and I picked somebody <laughs> else, right? But yeah, I am with you on Jose Brave. Same thing, right? He's uh, should
0: be doing better. Yeah. Yeah. 45 RBI's, 2.43 average. So it is what it is for the season. Um, but yeah, he's 36. What can you say? Uh but yeah, we'll see. I mean, some of these bad choices like like trey turner and even Vladdy to a certain extent i have his rookie auto card as well and it's kind of coming down steadily like those guys there might be opportunities to buy if you still believe them in long term so just because they're having a bad first half doesn't mean you should be off of them well completely i think i've got
1: i think i've got another one for an opportunity for you just i'll throw it out there quickly for for pickups uh some guy named Mm -hmm. julio rodriguez maybe you've heard of him. yes I mean, I saw, I looked on eBay. I know it's a base one or whatever. But if you're just getting in a like the the, yeah. the baseline of cards and everything, you just want. One. I mean, his update is like it was like fifty cents or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. this, that's what drives me crazy about the hobby too. Is you, you buy a box card for 150 bucks, and the best card in the set of base is <laughs> yeah. fifty cents. You're not making your money back. But anyway, but J Rod, he's one who's disappointing. Is you know he's an you know he's an all star. He's going the home run derby. But he's yeah. in 251, 13 home rides. He got a 720 OPS. You know, it's just the numbers for what we thought he would be consistently, like right out of the game. I get it. He's still young and you go through yeah. a few growing pains and everything. But um, as far as buying opportunities, he's one that I would say, Probably I think not. there's, a, and especially because the eyes are off of him, because right now they're on the Corbin Carrolls and the Acunis and the Shoe's and Julio's not Ellie. He, Ellie he's not the, and Julio's not the front runner anymore. So to me, good pickup opportunity.
0: Amazing pickup opportunity. I agree with you 100 percent I think in our last 1v1 or pick one, it was between Julio, J-Rod, and Ellie de la Cruz. One's going up, one's going down. And um, I'm going with a guy that's trending downward, which I still who I still believe in mm-hmm. long term. Like, you know, and I feel like it was inevitable, right? Like he had this hot rookie season. There's it'll be very difficult for him to match or even top that. And, um, you know, right away in the second season. And like you said, he's a very young guy and he's having a decent year still. Like, you know, for, you know, compare him to an average player. He's still yeah. a good, legit player. He hit that right? peak
1: early, right? Now everybody expects that every single year. And if anything less, even though it's still really good. I mean, it's like, yeah. well, what's wrong with Julio? What's wrong What's wrong with him this year? He's only got 30 yeah. bombs, you know, instead of 40. Right? It's like, right. So the expectations are really high, right? But I think he's gonna get back to that super super star for a long yeah. time in his career. So good opportunity.
0: Uh maybe you have experience with this as well. Like it's always um a game of adjustments between the batters and pitchers, right? Like once you get the book on Julio, pitchers can pitch him differently. Then it's up to the batter uh, to to adjust his strategy or his, you know, um, his approach to the plate. It's kind of this cat and mouse. So, yeah, not surprised. Not no, surprised. And it's,
1: it's actually really typical, right? The, you know, when you first start the, in that matchup between a batter and a pitcher, the pitcher has the advantage, right? Because the batter has no mm-hmm. clue what's coming. Um, and then, you know, a guy like Julio starts to have success and everything. And then the book gets out on where his weaknesses are, where his holes in the swings right. are, what his trends are. So it starts to go back to the, the pitcher gets the advantage. But then as uh, time goes on, the more at-bats the hitter gets to see against a pitcher, the, mm. the 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 tide shifts again and the advantage goes back to the hitter. Because as a pitcher, you only have so much. I only have so many different pitches in my arsenal. I can only throw so hard or soft or you know move the ball around so much, right? It's not <laughs> all of a sudden I can throw something that you haven't seen before. Eventually, you've seen everything that I have. And good mm-hmm. hitters are are able to to fall back on those at bats and those trends and what they've thrown and in certain counts and everything, and they start to pick up on and they start to get that advantage back. So yeah, Julio in five yeah. years when he's seen all these pitchers uh, numerous times, um, he's I think it's you know he he can't hit. He's not going to hit 250 his whole career. Right. He's not going to be 13 home runs at the All Star break his whole career. He's going to be up yeah. you know could be you know what could be Acuna numbers.
0: Yeah, there you go. You heard it here first. uh, And I appreciate that insight. Um, When you said about pitchers, you know, like having batters knowing your arsenal um, by uh, the fourth or fifth time they bat bat against you. You have to do what Mariano did, right? Just invent a pitch and then (laughs) something that they've never seen before. And you're fine.
1: There it is. Just kind of do some praying and uh, it'll come to
0: you. I think it's that easy. Just wanted to say that. All right. um, Well, I like this uh, discussion, and hopefully that helps some of our uh, hardcore baseball card collectors um, have something to think about. All right. We'll finish off with this segment. Uh, We don't have a jingle for it, but um, you know what? I thought it would be funny or fun, at at least uh, um, if I threw out a few high-end slabbed cards that sold recently and i wanted chris to try to guess what they sold for because he's really an expert of low-end raw cards exact opposite so i just want to you know and we just use the kinda... term
1: expert really loosely <laughs> okay <laughs> it's my it's what i enjoy how about that there we go all
0: good all right so i'm going to screen share and i'll describe it for our podcast listeners what uh, they're seeing exactly all right, here's the first card. It's a Michael Jordan 1986 flair. Very iconic. Even if you're not a basketball collector, you know this card. It's PSA 9, all right, mint condition. Sold, I believe, uh, just this past week. How much do you think it went for, Chris?
1: <sighs> PSA 9 Jordan. <clears throat> okay, are, mm-hmm. are you giving me pop counts? No, don't give me pop counts. I'm just going to stab in dark. I'm going to go. <laughs> I don't know if that would help. But. I don't think it would count. I know it wouldn't. It just I would just want to make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. here. Okay, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight grand.
0: All right. Okay. Eight thousand. The correct answer is you got to double it. Seventeen thousand one hundred thirty. Man, God, just a few 17, more. Seventeen thousand. I got to go yeah. into my bigger drawer to get that money. <laughs> All right, I got a couple more for you. This this time it's baseball. That was, you know, I just want to give um, our listeners well, that weren't really into baseball one card that they can <laughs> Jordan's appreciate. a baseball
1: guy. He was a baseball That's player. That's true, yeah. <laughs> you should have thrown that card up there.
0: I got <laughs> one oh, <yeah>. in <winning> <laughs> <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> oh, yeah, the SP1? Absolutely. There you go. Okay. All right. Let me put the next card up. It is the 2018... Topps Chrome Update, Pink Refractor of Shohei Otani. All right, so let me put that up for you. There you go. Black Label, too. Sorry, I should oh. mention it's Black Label. So for if you don't know what that is, it's the Beckett Standard of Perfection. Corner, centering, edges, and surface all at 10. Oh, and it deserves 10. this nice, beautiful Black Label. Gosh, that's, uh,
1: that's actually a really nice card. And, of course, what makes it better... Said he's pitching and not hitting. <laughs> okay, so Picture we got a, there, Yeah, ten pink refractor, non-numbered, correct?
0: Non-numbered for pink, yeah.
1: Okay, so I'm going to go. Um, this has got to be this has got to be north of that Jordan. So I'm going to put it at uh Twenty-four
0: thousand five hundred. Yes. All right. You know what? There was another black label Shohei Otani refractor that sold for something similar to that. It was a batting image, right? Okay. And it was a base. It was a base too. So I don't, I don't hate that guess. Um, But uh, you know what? You should know that we don't respect pitchers in this hobby. (laughs) So it sold for seven thousand dollars. Oh man! Good
1: golly! So I can get this. (laughs) I get this over the Jordan? Man.
0: There you this go. is a nice you know? card. I like that. This,
1: although it's, it's way out of my budget still, but I'll <laughs> fantasize about it. Tonight. I'll dream
0: about it. Dream about <laughs> it. All right. One more. We talked about this guy at the top of the show. So uh, only makes sense to end the show off with this one card. It is the 2017 Bowman Chrome Prospect Auto Green Shimmer, which I believe is number 299. God. Refractor of Ronald Acuna Jr. All right. So here's the card for you. And the greatest BGS 9.5 autograph 10. Oh is boy. Okay.
1: This is a nice card, too.
0: Yeah. This uh, is the card you want. This um, would um, not have been his you.
1: autograph on the baseball when he was five years old in the clubhouse <laughs> in Venezuela. This is a little bit different. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to definitely, I mean, this is, I mean, it's trending upward right now. So, oh man. At a 99. Mm-hmm. I'm going uh,
0: eleven five. Eleven five. Okay. You know, I want to just check that it's number to ninety. Yes, it's number ninety nine. Just want to make sure that was the case. Sorry, what did you say? It was I went eleven five. Eleven thousand five hundred. All right. It actually sold for half of that. Five thousand oh, six hundred. <laughs> so people are like this. This beg guy is a sucker. I can
1: sell him anything. I'll tell him it's a good deal. <laughs> That's what we learned in this segment. <laughs> That's what learned, yeah. I'm going to get the, my DMs all, like, all over the place from you know from card collectors, investors, and everything trying to sell me for stuff. For bags?
0: Yeah. For bags, just uh, inflate your number for the, your pitching cards, <laughs> and, yeah. no and then you'll get a good deal from him. No, no problem. Kidding. Oh, man. I'm going to have to sell my house. I <laughs> well, I hope that wasn't too mean. <laughs> I'm good with it. Okay, good. I thought it was funny. And you know what? We'll ha- when Willow comes on the show, we'll do the segment again. I think it'll be, you know, he's a fellow low-end collector. Willow's he, a
1: fellow low-end guy, yes.
0: He admits himself. So it'll be fun to test test it out with you him. You can get um, him with
1: some football and basketball too. He he does a little bit of those ones.
0: Oh, does he collect those as well? He's okay. Yeah, a
1: little bit. yep. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, when we were at Cho's place, he was going through that box with the basketball and football as well. <laughs>
0: nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good to know. Uh, anyway, Chris, uh, thanks for guest hosting with me um, on this Friday episode. And and once again, uh, yeah, definitely listen to the Apple Taco podcast, which is available now anywhere you listen to your podcast. And we'll again, as we mentioned earlier in the show, this Tuesday episode coming up will be one of the episodes from the Apple Taco podcast. So Chris, any last words before you sign off? Just, uh, just want to thank you, Clark, for your, your guidance in, in starting that podcast.
1: And, um, you know, we've really appreciated it and your continued support and, uh, to your listeners, if you, if you like what you're hearing, or, or even if you don't like what you're hearing, let us know and tell <laughs> us how we can fix it or tell us what you, you enjoy. So do appreciate it And thanks for having me on, uh, um, any I'm available anytime. This is fun talking about cards and, uh, I'm okay being the butt of a few jokes at the end with, with, uh, <laughs> with comps and guesses.
0: Of course, yeah, you'll be back for sure, and uh, we'll have Willow on as well. All right, thanks, guys. We would thank all our listeners and subscribers, and I uh, will have uh, that Tuesday special Tuesday Apple Taco podcast episode for you next week. See you then, bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Cards to the Moon. We'd really appreciate you subscribing to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts, and you can also connect with each of us on Instagram at 5CardGuys, or you can follow Hyung at Integrity Sports Cards or John at Trade You at Recess. You can also check us out at fivecardguys.com. Thanks again and hope to connect soon.